Okay, you could start whenever. Welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Again podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about uh, kind of the origins of a Christian's belief in God. So this is a topic I've been thinking about a lot. Um, And actually, I've been thinking about for several years and had conversations with different Christians about this, um, kind of about like, what really does a Christian believe in? I posed this question to one of my Christian friends like a year and a half ago. Um, This was before we even started the podcast, but I said to him, do you believe in God or do you believe in the Bible? Mm -hmm. It's kind of the like, which came first, the chicken or the egg question. Yeah, exactly. Which came first, God or the Bible? Because to me, it seems like someone who calls himself a Christian, they don't believe in God. They, they first, before you can even know about God, you need to believe in the Bible. That's like the foundation of a Christian's belief. Yeah, totally. Um, but I don't feel like Christians would say that. No. Well, when I was a Christian, I don't think that if somebody came over to me and was like, hey, guess what? You don't believe in God. You just believe in the Bible. I would probably be super mad at them and then never talk to well, them or again. Or like wouldn't. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, but it wouldn't really make sense. No, right? it wouldn't make like, sense. As a Christian, I don't feel like that question really would have made sense to me. And actually, when I asked my Christian friend, friend that question at the time, it seemed like it didn't really make Register? sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense to him either. At least it didn't bother him at all, which like it was really bothering me. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time I asked him like, hey, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I don't feel like I actually ever believed in God. I believed in the Bible, which told me that God existed. And told you, you know? that God was good and told you that God loved you. Right. So that, that I mean, that was kind of part of our deconversion was realizing like, oh, my God, all of these beliefs I have are all completely 100% dependent on the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so then when we started reading about like contradictions or potential errors in the Bible, that made us question everything else as well. Yeah. Well, if you if you frame it in another way, you said something really good earlier today. We're basing every belief on this one book. And mm-hmm. I know that when I was a Christian, I believed that it wasn't just a book. You know, it was yeah. holy and it was, it was um, you know, sent to us by God. And yeah. that, I mean, when you grow up to believe that, it really, it hits you in a different way than yeah. if you, if you like, you know, weren't indoctrinated to believe that. But it's like, if you think of it as a book, what if we picked up one one book about diet and that was the only book that we ever read for the rest of our life about diet and we completely changed our life based on the information in that one book but caveat that book was from 1990 where the bottom of the food pyramid is all grains that's a good analogy right there that's and really good so that's where you live by yeah. and every day you try to eat as many grains as you can because this one book you read said it and you wonder why you're not fit and you feel like crap yeah <laughs> That's a really good analogy. I'm really glad that you thought of that. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like that perfectly describes kind of the issue I'm talking about here and why that bothers me. You know, I was writing this morning and I was Mm -hmm. realizing how long it took for us to be able to ask these questions Mm -hmm. and to see them um, objectively and unbiased. Yeah. Because if you're a Christian and you're asking these questions, even that kind of thing, it's not the same because for you, the Bible is so 
like untouchable. It's untouchable mm-hmm. in a sense, like it's not a diet book. It's not just any other book. Yeah, so this question like, in a way can't be posed. Do you feel like Christians think of the Bible as kind of on par with God in terms of like how much we revere it? That's I how I think that's remember. kind of how it felt to me. Like they were almost God and the Bible were almost inseparable. When I was Christian, I thought of them as like inseparable. Yes. But, like it was God. That book was God. Yeah. Right. Or that was like God's expression or something. But when you go back and read it, it's like it seems so far from anything enlightened yeah. and anything godlike. Well, I think that's that's why when we first started reading about the contradictions that are in the Bible, which, spoiler alert, there are contradictions in the Bible, like literally two different passages talking about the exact same story with two numbers that are incorrect or that don't match up. Or you just know? details. Yeah, yeah, whatever details. But like for me, when I learned that there was one error in the Bible, of course, there's more than one. But when I found an example of one distinct error in the Bible, I feel like that one error should be enough to totally like topple a Christian's belief in God. Because the I don't know, the, the belief in God completely rests on the Bible being perfectly true. At least it's in my mind. Well, right? you so we grew up thinking that the Bible was inerrant. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of Christians chalk that up to be just a scribe error, like it was translated incorrectly. But like <sighs> um I think there be- there came a point when we we were just reading the Bible and kind of had this realization, oh, it's written by a man, mm-hmm. a man from a long, long time ago mm-hmm. in the Middle East. Yeah, the Mediterranean. And whatever. what they believed about the world was completely different than what is real and yeah. what is reality and what we know to be true now. And you can see it in the pages. Yeah. And just even like, I think that was like the biggest realization that we had was that there were that it was just like all of a sudden we got struck with an enlightenment like as if well, the first time we wrote the we read the bible how we had like that feeling of like i understand it because yeah. the holy spirit is on me it was like a new level up of i understand i see something here now that i never saw before yeah. it's almost like we for the first time could see the bible as a book rather than seeing the bible as like a part of god yeah so we could like analyze it yeah. objectively we could we could think of it as any other book or any other source of information as opposed to thinking of it as god's like divine message to us mm-hmm. yeah maybe you're right and maybe that's why when i posed that question to my friend my christian friend he couldn't really seem to even understand what the question was i was asking him Are or you, it just didn't bother him sometimes i feel really curious about what i would have said I know. I, I'm so curious about that. For so many of the things that we talk about on the podcast, what would I would have, what would I have thought about these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. If there are any Christians listening, I suppose I'm really curious to hear what you think of that. You know, is your belief in God or is your belief in the Bible? So we get everything that we know about God from the Bible, mm-hmm. and if and there every, are like literally every single yes. thing that we know about. God, and about creation. being saved, about Christianity, about any part of Christianity, all of it is only from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then there's that thing where like, you can have an experience of God, but if it doesn't align with the Bible, then it's probably then it's like a, a demon yeah. or like a 
someone like that's the anti the antichrist yeah that's what we thought right uh-huh. like if you had some kind of supernatural experience where you thought that maybe you were experiencing god or that he was trying to talk to you but if it was a little bit too wild if it, if it didn't perfectly line up with the bible then we were taught like oh that's the devil trying to trick you but if it, it does line up with the bible then that is god talking to you and that seems so strange to me now that we have like this one book that we base every experience off of that, it's like, like our it sen- can't be deviated yeah from that. yeah from that, that is really weird um, um so yeah, oh, go ahead. It's, it seems like all of this kind of like similar to a lot of the other topics we cover. It's a matter of zooming out again and kind of reevaluating like where your beliefs come from or why you believe what you believe. And in this case, it, for us, it was kind of zooming out and realizing, oh, we never like believed in God because of God. We believed in the Bible, believed that the Bible was perfectly true. And because of that, then God is also true, you mm-hmm. know? It's I think all starting that it's, with the Bible. Even like how people talk about circular reasoning, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they use the Bible to, you know, well, why do you know that God is good? Well, it says in the Bible that he is. And it's almost yeah. like it's it's even deeper than that. Like your belief starts with a circular reasoning. Right. Like your whole belief, <laughs> yeah. like not even just that you believe God is love and God is kind because mm-hmm. of the Bible, but you believe God exists because yeah. of the Bible. Yeah. And it's kind of confusing. It's sort of like... You know, it messes up your brain when I'm thinking about it now. It's like, okay, well, so first we need to trust that this Bible is telling the truth, that this is the one true God Mm -hmm. of the whole entire world. And then, like, that affects everything in my life. Like, I better, like, really, really trust the people who wrote this book and trust the people who've studied it for years to make sure that it's right. And I better... Like, I I should probably read this entire thing. Right. Yeah, that was the other part of what I've been thinking about is that, you know, so assuming assuming our logic is right here and that someone can only become a Christian by first believing that the Bible is inerrant, believing everything it says, why, why don't all Christians read their Bible, like, feverishly? You know, if if this is true, that this one book is the absolute source of knowledge and enlightenment about our eternity and about spirituality, I feel like Christians should know their Bibles like perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know, it it seems kind of simple almost, you know, as I'm saying it now, I'm thinking like, yeah, being a Christian in a certain sense could be really simple because the only thing you ever need to read and know is what the Bible says. Yeah. It's not like today when you're like, Oh, what's like the best way to eat? And there's like a million documentaries and everyone's are like, Oh, this is the best this is the best yeah, way. This is the best way or whatever. Different books and different documentaries and different talks and all different stuff. It's all confusing. But if you're a Christian, you have one source, the Bible. And like, why is there a need for all these other books and all these different denominations of churches and these different teachings and stuff like that? Like we have we <laughs> the Christians have one, you know, the one source to go off of. Mm-hmm. You'd think that reading the Bible would be like the utmost priority. I guess a lot of Christians do think that. Right? A lot of Christians read their Bibles, but of course you encounter people who don't. And that yeah. always confuses me because like you would think if you were going to be hardcore that you would at least read your one source yeah. of information yeah, about right. it. And you would not only read just the New Testament, but the Old as well. No, you would know every every single part of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only place we can learn anything about God, mm-hmm. according to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's weird. And actually, I, by extension from that, too, if if a person who's a Christian is okay with basing their life completely on this one spiritual book, why don't they put like an equally 
an equally in-depth study of the other religious books Mm -hmm. you know like there's there's tons of religious books Mm -hmm. that have existed throughout history with similar claims to the bible meaning like claims that the books are divine and that they're inspired by god and Mm -hmm. that they tell the truth about who god is in you know why do we find the bible and then read that and base our entire life on that one book when all these other books are claiming to have the same level of divinity yes it's weird because it it goes along with i think like well what if you were born Muslim, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. you would probably be as hardcore as you are Christian. Right. You know, it's, I think like, is it just a geographical thing? Like, what if you, you're a hardcore Christian, mm-hmm. your fate or like God put you, I don't know, in Tunisia yeah. and you grew up Muslim, you Muslim family and parents, like, would you then like would God come to you and then convert you to Christianity Yeah. or would you remain the same? Or like if you are a Christian who's read other spiritual books and you still find the Bible the best, could it be like, could it be conditioning or could it be because of the, the pressure to be Christian because you mm. have so many Christian friends? Yeah. Right. Like what is, where are your beliefs coming from? What's causing you to stay that way? Yeah. Someone a while ago put this, uh, that one comedian, like parody writer, a songwriter Tim on our Minchin. Tim Minchin on our Facebook page. That was so so good. The yeah. the video that we first watched, and afterwards we were kind of like looking around at some of his other ones, and he wrote one about the Bible. Yeah, that's right. And he said I something that's just about this. Yes, he said something like such an like an easy little one liner in the song, and it was the good book. It's good because it tells me it's good. Yeah, or something like or, that. Like I know it's good because I, it tells me it's good. Yeah, and I I stopped and I thought, oh my gosh, like <laughs> we literally paused it and we were like, Whoa. I need to write this down. <laughs> but it's such a good. It's a good way to think of it. It's like you think the book is good, but it told you it was good. Right. So there has to be some other like outside yeah. source let um to I don't know, like to like prove corroborate. That it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good point because I believed that the Bible was inerrant. The reason I believed the Bible was inerrant is because the Bible told me it was inerrant. Right. Yeah. I believed that God was good. The only, literally, the absolute only reason I believed that God was good or that God was omnipotent or that Jesus existed or any of that, the only reason I believe that is because the Bible told me that. And other people told you it. But the reason they told you it is because they believed in the Bible. Right. Yeah. But like it all, it all starts with (laughs) the Bible claiming for itself that it's a divine, inerrant, like revelation of God. Mm-hmm. And that's really weird to me. I don't feel I don't feel like there's anything else in our life that we like we we take with so much faith, you know? Be like buying like you said buying a new diet book and then the first line of it is like you know you can trust this book because this book is perfect and we didn't make any mistakes when we wrote it. Even if even if you believe that that could be possible. I mm-hmm. think that that should be a red flag in some way. Yeah, sure. Like who who wrote this and what agenda did they have? Yeah, and did someone have an agenda when they write this? Wrote this and could it be possible that it that they did have an agenda? Yeah, and that they were trying to start a religious movement. Right. Or like, I don't know. Well, or they have an agenda and don't even realize they have an agenda, which I think is like an equally valid uh, possibility, but like, still there's some kind of agenda at play here and biases and all that stuff, you know, you know, I never would have thought that I'd be sitting here talking about this, like, and sounding so like, 
oh man, the Bible is like all political <laughs> propaganda. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, know, like it's, I think that it's really great to ask questions. Yes. Yeah. And it feels so great to feel completely free to ask questions about like anything in our life. Even if you don't know exactly the answer. Yeah. I think that these are valid ones. Another thing, another song or like just a little, um, I guess it's a lyric in the, in a song that like really caught my attention recently, like having to do with this is that song, Jesus loves me. And I, Oh yeah. I just was, I, for some reason, get this stupid song stuck in my head. That was like a crazy it. person. That's like I the sing song it a like crazy person will get stuck in the head. <laughs> Once a week. And, um, but I am, um, I wrote it down because it says, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible told me so. Yeah. And I was bizarre. like, what? That's yes. I was like, exactly. That's why we think Jesus loves me because the Bible told me so. Right. Like not. And I, I understand it's just, this is just an innocent little song, but it like, it, expressed so much more to me now right because of this like the for the bible told me so it's always because the bible told me so i never thought of that part of it no you know you kind of think of jesus loves me that's it you stop there it's a nice song but Uh for the bible tells me so i i feel like if this was any other about any other topic or any other area of life that second line would like discredit the song completely Mm -hmm. you know like it's just really weird. Listening to that Tim Minchin song really made me feel so shocked. It, it, it felt like such a revelation that um, everything I thought I knew about God and everything I thought I knew about Christianity was only because it was written down in a book. It was written down in the Bible by some person at some point in history. And for whatever reason... I believed that to be like the perfect revelation of God. Mm -hmm. And that reason was that the Bible told me that it was the perfect revelation of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just how, how bizarre is that? It's, it's so bizarre. I, and you know what? I'm scrolling through my notes. Um, I have like a note about just like any kind of like little thing I, that pops into my head about Mm -hmm. having to do with religion. And I found this verse in here that it's, it's like saying, you know, these things are written it's that verse, but these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So it's like, these things are written so that you may believe in Jesus. It's like, almost like we wrote it down oh, so that you can believe that our God is the Messiah. Like he's, ex- the author is explaining the bias that he had when he was writing down what he's saying. Yeah, almost- he's like telling you like, Hey, by the way, I wrote all these things so that you'd believe in Jesus. It's John like, twenty thirty one. Wait a minute. Is this a yes. historical account or are you writing stuff to try to get us to believe that Jesus is the son of God? You know? Yeah. And I mean, we can, I mean, you can talk about how John is like the most, like that, that gospel is like the most like detailed and they add a lot of stuff compared to some of the other gospels yeah. and they have parts in it that say they weren't included in original manuscripts, but right. it's just like, it seems like such a red flag that no. I never would have noticed yeah. before. It's just how, once again, it's so bizarre to look at these issues and and know that when I was a Christian, I like literally couldn't even see this as an issue or a problem. These red flags were non-existent. They wouldn't have been red flags to me at all at the time. And it's really weird stepping out of it now that they're like, these red flags seem so obvious, mm-hmm. like so, so glaringly obvious. 
And that's why when I asked this question to my friend last year, it was really confusing to me when he didn't really have an answer for me. But like even now, I would love to be able to sit down with my family or any of our Christian friends. And like, I really, really want them to understand what I'm trying to say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I don't know if I can explain it in a clear enough way, but just that idea of like, where does your belief actually come from? Mm-hmm. Is your belief in God or is your belief in the Bible being true? And like by extension, God, because if it's God, then God can be the highest thing you believe in. But if you had to first believe in the Bible, then I feel like that's almost like putting the Bible in high authority over God because we don't know anything about God except for the Bible. Well, that's the thing that Although, we, you talk about a lot. Maybe um, the Christian answer to that is, I have this verse written down, which is Romans one twenty, And it says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. And that verse makes me really mad now. But when I was Christian, mm-hmm. that was my answer to what happens to people who are in the middle of the jungle and can't have anyone teach them about Jesus. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, I thought like, well, it's obvious that God exists. If you just look around you, it's like clear by the majesty of nature. It's clear that God exists. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you do you think that anybody has ever been like a saved, born again Christian? without either a someone teaching them what the bible says or b them reading the bible for themselves no i think i don't i don't think so i think that you can like i think that there's a lot of people and this is like how a lot of different religions start but who like see look around them and think i can't explain how this has come Mm -hmm. here so it must be a higher being but you would never like i think on your own believe in a person named jesus and then know that what you need to do in order to get to his heaven is to like believe (laughs) in repent of your sins and believe in his death on the cross I um I think that there are probably some people who say I never went to church and I had a revelation from it but maybe they knew already the Jesus story. Right. And I think a yeah. lot of people in the yeah. US know who Jesus is and know the understand the concept of him and how he died on the That's cross. That's a good point. Yeah. A lot of people wear cross necklaces and I don't think they're, you know, naive to what that really means. Right. That's you know? a good point. Mm-hmm. And so I think that somebody could say that yes, they did become a born again Christian, you know, without necessarily I don't even know. I can't even remember what you asked, but like, yeah, (laughs) but I feel like a lot of people in our culture, like do understand who Jesus is. Yeah. They have a rough understanding of who Jesus is just because Christianity is so pervasive Mm -hmm. in like modern culture here, at least. Yeah. I think think that that this, that verse now to me seems like it's just a straight up lie. Like there, I think there is absolutely no way that, someone could be like just observing nature and think to themselves, wow, God really does exist. And I sinned against him and I'm separated from him. And I know based on my experience of nature that he sent his son to die for my sins. And as long as I believe in him, then I'll be saved like that. There's no way that somebody just got to that belief without someone telling it to them first. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I think what you said, I could see what you said being true that Mm. somebody could like be in nature and think a God must exist or like something Mm -hmm. must have created this. Mm -hmm. But like, I can't imagine someone's belief going much further than that without 
with like without someone teaching them about it or without the Bible being read to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That verse seems like a lie. <laughs> I know. I think like even as a Christian, I remember trying to find an answer for questions like that and mm-hmm. finding that kind of a verse was I felt that, okay, maybe this is okay for me and I have faith enough, but it's an unsatisfying answer to give to somebody who has so many doubts. Mm -hmm. And that was always really frustrating to me that I felt like maybe like, you know, maybe there needs to be some kind of like anointing on them, or maybe like they need their eyes open to be able to understand this Mm -hmm. thing, you know, this verse, because it's enough for me, but on surface or on face value, if I tell them this verse, it won't like convince them, you know, of my faith. And now I realize why, because it's not a good argument mm-hmm. and they're not like, they don't make any sense, the verses. Um, and I was just looking for, you know, anything that would help prove my faith. I was, you know, I just had confirmation bias for it. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like that verse is just a lie there. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not evident yeah. that Jesus is Lord. I used to use this verse as an answer when people would ask me, like basically what we're talking about now, yeah. like what happens to people in Africa who missionaries never get to go and find. Mm-hmm. And I would say like, well, the Bible talks about that and it says that there's evidence of God all around. And so nobody has an excuse. And that's also why I believed, which is like really crappy to say now, but I believed that people who um, like never had the Bible taught to them or who never had access to the Bible, I believed that they were going to hell. Mm. And do you think that's a just God? Joe? Well, now I don't, but at the time, you know, I did. Mm -hmm. It was justified because of the Bible. Why do you think that we think that that's okay? Because we think that God is so high above. I think he's so high, high above, high above me. He's so lovely. He's so high. (laughs) Like, is that why? Like, because we can't, I, you know, like, are we just so low that we cannot question his ways? I think that's that's true. Yes, and but so it's we accept that he tortures that. people forever just because he's so smart mm-hmm. that we don't understand that that's okay to kill. And not only is it that we believe God is like so holy and so righteous because we like experienced him to be that way, we only believe that he's good and holy and righteous because it's literally just written down in a book. Mm-hmm. And it seems it's so weird. Like I keep trying to boil down what my faith was when I was Christian and like, basically there were some words written down in a book from thousands of years ago by an unknown author in an unknown place at an unknown time that say things about God, about a character named God. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I took those words, I, I read them and I completely based my entire life on these words that were written down in this book Mm -hmm. and that that's christianity that's what christianity is and i feel like it's really easy to say like well no it's it's not religion it's a personal relationship and like well i i don't really like go by the legalism in the bible i just have a personal relationship with god or like i have this spiritual connection with god but on this side of things i can clearly look back and say like no you don't have a you don't have any kind of like spiritual connection with god or relationship with god the only thing you know about god is because you read it from the pages in this book Mm -hmm. and then you went to crew and they taught you about how you can have a personal relationship with jesus and you're like hey this is a little bit more fun i think i'm gonna do that this makes a little bit more sense yeah exactly Mm -hmm. it's like it's like 
the Bible, we think of the Bible as kind of like the middleman between us and God. Like we think that our Christians think that God exists and we exist. And the only way we can know about God is oh, yeah, through the like, revelation in the Bible. I like that middleman. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that the Bible isn't the middleman. The Bible it's, is the it's, man. It's only us. And oh God. yeah, kind of. It's only us and the Bible that exist. And this character of God is like a figment of the Bible's imagination that now we are just kind of like projecting this idea of God existing because this physical book said it. Okay. Yeah. How weird. No, How this weird is weird. Is Wait, let's back up though, because okay, this might up. not, well, think, let's think of our Christian selves. Mm-hmm. That would not make any sense to us. And it would sound ex- like blasphemy, but like, Like how, you know, what if you were reading a book and you thought that it was the best, like someone told you it was like the best book about blank, subject blank, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like all of a sudden one day you found out that it was written by some person who knew nothing about the topic and you were following like the absolute wrong like way to to do Mm -hmm. this thing, you know, like like, why can't it also happen with the Bible? Yes. That's all I'm asking is like, wh- like, what's the, what's wrong with asking that question? Yeah, totally. Why, like, do you know where the Bible came from? Have you ever looked into it? Have you ever looked into the authors of the Bible? Have you ever looked into the chronology, like the chronology? Is that mm-hmm. the word of the Bible? Chrono- yeah. Have you ever looked into what books were excluded and why? Have you ever looked into, um, just, have you ever read all of four gospels back to back? Like, and have you read it recently with this in mind? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm, all I'm saying here is that if you, if you want to be a Christian, just read the Bible. Yeah. Read the Bible. Yeah. I think, I think that the thing that astounds me the most is that I didn't, is that I didn't more, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I know. was a Christian yeah. and I read the, I read the whole new Testament a couple times but I didn't ever finish. I started the Old Testament lots of times and I never finished. I always got lost somewhere in the middle. Yeah, there's a lot in the middle. You know, got lo- lost in there. <laughs> and. But you were okay with it, right? I mean, like maybe you felt like you should be, you should read it to be a better Christian, right? But it's not mm-hmm. like it kept you up at night. Mm-mm. No. I feel like. Because it, I didn't understand what I was reading. Because when you read the Bible, all you're doing, what I, all I was doing is I sat down for what they call quiet time. And you think that since you are quietly reading the Bible, that there is some kind of like enlightenment that will come to you regardless of what story you're reading. Yeah. And so all oh, I'm right. looking for in the, in that moment is I am just looking for enlightenment. I'm looking for something to confirm what I already know to be true about God as yeah. in he is good and he loves me and he his word endures forever and he's, you know, everything is possible through him and he's taking care of me. And even if I have trials, like I'll get through and you can find that in any story you read, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel that I never would have noticed. Yeah. I never would have noticed. Right. I'm looking for one thing when yeah. I read the Bible. Yeah. You kind of are reading the Bible to just confirm what you already believe. And when but I the don't... interesting thing is that the only reason you believe what you believe is because the Bible told you that. I know. It's all about the Bible. Like it's always all about the Bible. Yeah, the Bible. Isn't it weird though that like, I feel like now if I were going to say that I was going to join a new religion, mm-hmm. which I'm not, I'm like terrified of joining another religion for obvious <laughs> reasons. But if I was going to join a religion... I would learn everything about that religion before I decided to completely rearrange my life around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would, I would read 
everything about that religion. I would read everything about every other religion because I would want to be absolutely sure that if I'm going to make a decision that's going to change my life here on earth and then also apparently like change how my eternity is, I would know everything about it because it's the only place we can learn is from this religious book is mm-hmm. from the religious book. So mm-hmm. I would know that book backwards and forwards. It's, it's bizarre to me looking back at myself when I was Christian that I was kind of okay with the fact that I didn't like know everything about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I never knew where the Bible came from, like how it was arranged. I never knew about the inconsistencies that people talk about. I kind of just ignored that. Like I, there was lots that I didn't know about the Bible and it's weird to me now that I was like fine with it back well, then. Well, I remember a lot like people coming up to us like sometimes like in like a you crew. know during a crew and being like saying these things. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's inconsistencies or like you know asking all of these hard questions and like I feel looking back that how arrogant of me to like answer these questions, but like had never questioned those or questioned like that or had never even researched anything this person was talking about so why was i so confidently answering these questions i knew nothing about (laughs) right it just seems so strange to me like i don't think any other area of my life and i don't i'm almost in a way turned off to like being confident in certain ways because i kind of feel like for so long i was fooled yeah like you've you've been tricked before yeah yeah so i'm like scared to say anything is definitive now right because i want to make sure yeah totally that it is yeah you know it's just i i feel like i even even this like if there ended up being like a lizard monster that when he rose out of the ground and our faces melted and like we zorp. you know zorp if we needed to believe in it i would if i had all the evidence i would yeah Right. But like, I'm not going to say that Zorp doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm not going to believe it off of organize your, organize your life life too. engage with Zorp. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to need a little bit more. I'm going to need to know about the author. Yeah, totally. Actually, (laughs) interesting. Your Zorp story made me think of something else um, that the book of Mormon was found apparent like found in air quotes fairly recently. The gold tablets. Yeah. Whatever. Joseph Smith found the tablets or he claims to have found the tablets somewhere in the united states and whatever in new york like so if if christians entire life is based on the bible and they they believe they base all of their beliefs on the bible being true and accurate and they take great pride in that there's a lot of copies of the bible existing and all that stuff why to me it seems like mormonism should be the most believable religion Mm -hmm. right now because not only is that book much newer like we have like 11 eyewitness testimonies of people who've like claimed to see the gold tablets with joseph smith Mm -hmm, right like mm -hmm. in modern times so like the bible's all anonymous we have no idea where that was written and where that came from at least the old testament it's not Um, just that we have no idea but it's just written so long ago that we don't have any living or like have anyone living who had heard of the witness testimonies all of that yeah so i guess what i'm saying is why do christians say that their book is true the bible how can they look at the book of mormon and say like well this one's not true even though it's way newer and we have way better like sources way better testimony for it being valid than we have for the bible i know i think that those are questions i never asked just like why aren't you another religion or why christianity yeah you know because for me it was like Oh, because I was raised Christian and my pa- my family is. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I would have been completely honest, right? I had no, 
I would have said because I feel Jesus and mm-hmm. like he like has given me an amazing life and I I need him because yeah. I'm a I'm like a mess up right and all of that but like but you no the reason I'm way. religious and I'm Christian specifically is because I was raised in a Christian home mm-hmm. and I feel like that level of honesty with yourself is kind of scary but it's very freeing yeah you know like I don't know it. I feel like it took a lot to kind of be like, wow, I was super, super confident Christian. And I like told a lot of people about it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, hey, I was wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's weird to like have been so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Even saying that I was wrong, it's hard to say. Yeah. Because of how I feel entrenched I was into the belief. Like it almost scares me still. Right. Like, no, I know me too. It's like, I'm blaspheming. Yeah. Still like at the feelings of it. Yeah. It's I like, do too. it's hard to, it's like almost as if God and the Bible are like untouchable. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that anything in your life should be that way. No, you shouldn't. There shouldn't be anything that should be untouchable. Like if God is God and like, if God is real, he should be able to withstand like the, most scrutiny you know like totally. and you should be like i don't care i'm yeah. god question you're gonna all you want. question all you want you're not gonna find any freaking like negative thing against me yeah right <laughs> you know yeah that sounds like a better god oh. that actually something you said made me think as well i i sometimes get that feeling too um like that i it's hard to talk about this stuff on the podcast and like talk about things so confidently like we know that the bible's not true and stuff like that which of course we don't know that the Bible's not true. No one can claim to know that. Mm-hmm. But based on my life and evidence around me, I, I don't have any reason to think it is true. But anyways, when when those feelings of like the fear of hell come mm-hmm. up, which I don't, they're, they're diminishing a lot. But like when we first started leaving the church, we first started kind of establishing our new life as atheists, we would get that thought every once in a while, like, oh my God, if we're wrong, we're going to be so tortured in hell. We're like, blacklisted. this is going to be, we're blacklisted, dude. Like, we're <laughs> so screwed. God is going to be so pissed at us because we're like leading people away from him. Well, that's because that. that's what your cousin told us as well. My cousin did say that to me. Yeah. But even, <laughs> apart, God. even apart from that, like those, those beliefs, like the, those thoughts about who God is and the fear of hell and stuff mm-hmm. runs super deep. But the one of the things that really, really helped me to get over that is this conversation, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the realization that the only reason I was ever afraid of hell is because the idea of hell was written down in a book by a random, like, anonymous person thousands of years ago in an anonymous place. You know, that's the only reason I have to believe that hell is real. Mm-hmm. Literally every other part of my life like literally every other experience i've had in my life is telling me i have no reason to believe in hell at all so like once you start questioning the bible and once you start realizing oh hey everything i believed about myself and about god and about life came from this one ancient source Mm -hmm. and you start to question that a little bit it really like started to dismantle that fear response mm-hmm. of hell and dismantle the fear of us being wrong and stuff like that. Because yeah, it's right. like, when you think about it logically, I have, there's like no reason to believe that the Christian God exists at all. Like we have no, there's no logical, like rational reason to believe that that God exists. Except like specifically that God, specifically that God, except that the Bible. the Bible is there. So like if the Bible's off the table, which I think it should be, then you have no reason to think that God that Christian God exists. And so 
I have no reason to be afraid of his wrath because like, I think he's made up, you know? Yeah. This is getting really intense. Yeah. I feel like it would be, it's, it's hard to like feel this way as a new, newly deconverting, de- uh, what is it? Deconstructing person. Yeah. You know, cause it just feels so wrong to think that way. Like you almost want to be like, yeah, it's okay. I just want to question like silently to myself, but mm-hmm. I like don't want to say this to anyone else because then no one else could possibly understand yeah. that. Right. You know, what yeah. I'm thinking right yeah. now. I feel like when I think about it now and then it doesn't feel so much like I swapped what I believe, but that I'm using different I don't want to sound like, <laughs> like oh, arrogant, but I feel like I, I really do feel like I'm using different critical thinking skills. Like it doesn't feel that I was using any critical thinking skills to come to the conclusion of Christian. being a Christian. Oh yeah. That now like that, that just a new, like a new door has opened and I am using a type of thinking that I never used my whole life yeah. in this area. Yeah. I was going to say it feels similar to me, but I would describe it differently where it feels like the whole time I was Christian, I was a fairly logical, rational person Mm -hmm. in the other areas of my life. But Christianity was one area where I wasn't really applying that same type of thinking. And I didn't realize that there was even a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm out of Christianity, it feels so amazing. What is it called? Compart compartmentalizing yeah yeah i compartmentalized like my ideas about religion Mm -hmm. and kept them separate from the logic and reason i was using in the rest of my life Mm -hmm. but i was saying it feels like so amazing coming out of christianity to be able to just like think one way about everything yes meaning like i question everything there's nothing that's like unquestionable it feels whole you feel like a whole i feel whole Mm -hmm. i feel like i don't have to adjust my thinking based on the topic i think like i can approach every area of my life with a similar level of scrutiny and logic and reason and rationale and like only choose what to believe based on evidence and it's great it's like such a relief i know i think that there was like subconsciously a way that i was I was, com- um, why can't I say this word compartmentalizing my life mm-hmm. and I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and there, and I feel like just a whole, yeah, exactly what I just said. I just feel like a whole person that I never ever would have thought that I was feeling broken apart before, mm-hmm. but now that I'm able to question anything or talk about anything or use the same critical skills for anything, it feels like way freer. Yeah, I've already said totally. I, I remembered we were talking about a long time before concepts that we learned, you know, that came from the Bible. And um, one of them, you know, you mentioned how we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And going along with that is the concept of sin and that we're sinners. And I remember the day that I realized, wait, nobody else talks about sin except for. That's a similar thing. You know, there's other, I think, religious books that mention it, but like besides religion, it's outside like only of religion, religion. Yeah. Like, like nobody the, talks about sin. Like the idea that sin is even a concept that's real. That, yeah, like that realizing, like, spooked, wait a minute. That spooked me. I yeah. was like, whoa. Like <laughs> I've been monitoring like every little thing that I do yeah. my entire life that like, and I still believed that I maybe was committing sins. Yeah. Like, and once I just, you know, turned some of those sins, I mean, like I was just allowed them to be mistakes mm-hmm. or like a, like as a human, I'm a human being yeah. and I make, a or, mis- I made a mistake yeah. or sometimes they're not even, and now there's sins, you know, that aren't even sins yeah. anymore and how like, 
groundbreaking that was. Right. Yeah, maybe we should do an episode about that specifically because that's so, you're right. That was like a huge realization because this episode we've been talking about like the idea of God existing and where where that belief came from being the Bible. But yeah, I didn't even think about There's like a ton of beliefs that you believe sin, about yourself. The idea of sin, yeah. the idea of like righteousness, the idea of humility, all of this stuff. Like a lot of our beliefs are probably from the Bible. Mm-hmm. We still need to work through like unpacking that stuff and mm-hmm. kind of understanding where our ideas of who we are and what the world is like come from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that that's, if there's any takeaway, I'd love to... Um, end on it's that we need to really question where our beliefs are coming from Mm -hmm. because we all live our lives with tons and tons and tons of subconscious beliefs about who we are and how the world works and who other people are everything like our whole world is our whole experience of the world is full of beliefs and a lot of those come from sources that would probably surprise us you know, mm-hmm. and the more we're deconstructing, the more I'm realizing that like Christianity had had a big say in a lot of the things I believe about myself and about the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and the further the further we get from our involvement with it, the more and more we're realizing that, and the more things uh, we're finding are popping up that came from Christianity. And mm-hmm. yeah, and the more we're realizing that all the things that we ever believed were just from one source and one and book. one book. Yeah. So yeah, question what you're believing. Question where it came from. And do you um, believe in God or do you believe in the Bible? Which came first, the, the Bible, Bible or, or God? God. <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Let us know if you've thought about this before or any different conclusions you've come from. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and our Facebook group called Born Again Again or on Instagram under the same name uh, or on Patreon.